0: Hey guys, welcome to Ethos Church, Hillsborough Village. Y'all can go ahead and grab a seat. How are y'all doing this morning? Yeah? A little bit of a, you might notice, some extra seats around you compared to, the, compared to recent weeks. Uh, it's fall break, and so that's what's going on if you're curious about that. Some of our college students probably aren't here with us this morning, so you got a little extra leg room, room to kind of air out, breathe a little bit. Um, cool. Well, we are... Um, smack dab in the middle of a series on prayer, which you probably are aware of if you've been around here for uh, a little bit of time. And this, the series is simply entitled Prayer. It's really simple. Uh, and last week, we had uh, a really special week. We had Josh up here with our friend Jen Barnett, and they just had a conversation around intercession or intercessory prayer, which is this really big word that actually has a really simple definition. So, really simply, intercession is praying before God on behalf of others. So, intercession is where we come before God and we talk and we listen and we pray and we plead on behalf of another person that we know, or someone that we care about, or uh, scripture even tells us to pray for people in places of power, so for our government officials, etc. So that really simply is intercession, praying for others. And Jen and Joshua, they talked to us about, you know, a few different aspects of intercessory prayer. They talked about how Christ is the example, how Jesus is the example of intercession, how, you know, we talked about Romans 8 and Hebrews 7, which both kind of state that Jesus, part of his main job right now is actually sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding on our behalf. Praying for you guys is a part of what Jesus is doing right now. But even before that, Jesus also modeled intercessory prayer in his life here on earth among us. Uh, Jesus often was praying for other people, you know, working miracles, praying for people. And a great example of this is in John chapter 17, before Jesus is arrested and crucified. Uh, he, there's this big prayer that he prays called the high priestly prayer, where he, where he again is praying on behalf of his disciples, praying to the Father, and he's even praying in that moment for the people that he, that the people that his disciples will then go and preach the gospel to, people that don't know him yet. Jesus is already interceding on their behalf and praying for them. So we have Jesus as the model of intercession, but also Jen and Jen, Jen and Joshua. Wow, two J names are kind of hard to say next to each other. Jen and Joshua talked about how we as followers of Jesus have an invitation to intercession. Uh, We talked about, they talked about how intercession is just a normal part of the Christian life. We see all throughout scripture in the Old and New Testament this precedent of praying for other people. It's part of what it means to be a follower of Jesus, to pray on behalf of others. And so after last week, we were just kind of talking as a staff. Um, Muriel, myself, Joshua, Amanda, Taylor, we were talking. And in our conversations, they weren't, it wasn't like one big meeting. It was multiple conversations that happened. We just really felt a sense that when it comes to intercession and intercessory prayer, that there is more on the table for us to take as a church family. We believe that kind of last week was a little bit of just a beginning and an invitation for our church family to really step into intercession and taking some ground and some steps in becoming people of prayer, people who intercede on behalf of others, people who talk to God and listen to God on behalf of others. And so in light of that, those kind of conversations that we had, we, you know, the plan for this week was actually to jump ahead to another kind of topic on prayer and keep moving with the series, but we felt like we needed to just linger here for a moment because last week felt really special and like we didn't need to quite rush past it. And so this week, we actually, I am only going to talk up here for a little bit, and then we're actually going to take a swing at some intercessory prayer. We're going to invite you guys into a prayer practice, because as Jen kind of told us last week, uh, and I love this language, that prayer, intercessory prayer, is not some sort of spiritual gift. It's not like, you know, Taylor, you're really good at it, but Sam, it's like not your thing, whatever. But intercessory prayer is your birthright as a follower of Jesus. And so that being said, if you believe in Jesus, you can do this. Even if like you just became a follower of Jesus yesterday or even earlier this morning, this is on the table for you. You can step into intercessory prayer. You can pray for people in a way that actually changes things. You can pray for people and listen to God for people in a way that your prayers can actually affect the reality around you. Uh, And so that's what we're going to do this morning, is we're going to take some time practicing intercessory prayer. But before we get there, we're going to kind of take a few steps in some prayer time together. In a follow-up conversation with Jen, she said something that I found really striking and interesting. She said, you know, as, as we grow as intercessors in this church family, people who pray for others, we have to learn to allow Jesus to carry our baggage so that we have room to help others bring their baggage before Jesus. Not that we're the ones that carry their baggage, but it's a lot harder for us to help bring that baggage before the Lord on someone's behalf if we have a lot that we're carrying ourselves, Uh, which this is a very biblical idea and precedent of casting your anxieties on the Lord. I think of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. That's actually a a verse that we've already used in this prayer series that, you know, Is it up? Yeah. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And so there's this biblical precedent of casting your cares on the Lord, of casting your anxieties on him. And so we're gonna take some time to do that. But one thing that... I learned earlier this week about this verse, Um, it's actually really obvious and right there in the text, but Tyler Staten in his new book, uh, Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools, he makes an observation that most of the time when this verse gets quoted, it starts with do not be anxious, which sounds like, yeah, really easy for you to say, Paul writing this letter, but what comes, the sentence that precedes do not be anxious, is the Lord is near or if you're in the ESV, the Lord is at hand. And so what precedes casting our anxieties on the Lord is being rooted in this reality that the Lord is near and drawing near to him because prayer begins with proximity of drawing near to the Lord. And so we're actually gonna work in reverse order of the way I brought all these things up. And we're gonna take some time as we pray together And we're going to move through three movements of some guided prayer time together as a family this morning. The first movement being taking a moment just to draw near to the Lord, to enter into his presence, to draw near to him, because prayer begins with proximity. And then from there, we're actually going to take some time to cast our cares, to hand our anxieties, our burdens, our fears, our areas of unbelief over to the Lord, and then once we've kind of unloaded some of our baggage and handed that over to Jesus, then we're going to step into a place of intercession and praying for others. Does that sound like a plan for you guys this morning? Yeah? Some head nods? Great. Thank you. All right. Um, So before we begin, um, I want to make sure that we really intentionally set the space in here. So I'm going to ask you guys uh, to go ahead and just, like, silence your cell phone, turn it off, put it on airplane mode, whatever you do as we step into this place of prayer, just to create a space that's distraction-free. And then with that, um, many of you are note-takers and journalers. That's awesome. We've uh, got—have a pen and paper ready. There are some, like, small little pieces of paper on chairs around you guys if you don't have something to write on. And then it, Taylor is going to uh, pass out pins. If anyone needs a pen, you can just kind of raise your hand and we'll get a pen out to you guys. Uh, and you will need something to write with for this exercise. <laughs> and then there's, Luke is gonna help out as well. Raise your hand as well. If you're a person, so I'm telling you to put your phone away. Uh, So you might take notes on your phone, which means you're going to need pen and paper. You might also use your phone for your Bible. Um, And so if you need a physical Bible because you typically use your phone, go ahead and raise your hand as well. You might want one nearby. Um, We're not, yeah. So we're going to take some time, pass those out. Go for it. So... I invite you guys to just um, close your eyes. We're moving from a high-energy moment just now, passing out Bibles, to really coming before the Lord and being still. Just being still and knowing that He is God. And so I invite you to set your feet firmly on the ground Levelly on the ground, relax your shoulders, place your hands somewhere comfortable, place them on your lap, can place them somewhere easy, comfortable for you, roll your shoulders back and relax and just take a few moments to breathe deeply. Take another few deep breaths just to still yourself before the Lord. It's very common as we step into these spaces of stillness and quiet for our list of to-dos for later today to pop up. as those things come to mind, just place them on the shelf. They'll still be there after we leave today and you can come back to them. But for now, any worries, any to-dos, set them on the shelf. Now I want you to in your mind picture a a peaceful place for you we've talked about you know finding your prayer closet so maybe just imagine yourself there in that place where you go to encounter God maybe it's a park bench at Radnor maybe it's somewhere else maybe it's a place that only exists in your mind Be still and know that I am God. Revelation 3.20, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him. Jesus is standing at the door of your heart and knocking. I want you to... Welcome him in to that place where you've set yourself. Imagine him there with you and welcome him in. as you welcome him into that space, where is Jesus? What is he doing? Is he near to you? Is he far? Where are you? What are you doing? if you've placed yourself far from him why why is there that distance feel free to ask him that jesus why why am i far And then ask him, Lord, may I draw near? And would you draw near to him? Scripture says, if we draw near to the Lord, he will draw near to us. It is, know that it is okay, that it is safe to draw near to him. Now, I want you to ask him, Lord, is there anything I am afraid of? Will you show me? ask him, Lord, is there anything I'm anxious about? Will you show me? ask him, Jesus, will you reveal any areas of unbelief that I have, anywhere that I believe, that I don't believe that you will care for me? Would you reveal any areas where I do not trust you, Lord? Will you show me? you on that piece of paper or in your journal take a few minutes to write down list out any of those areas of fear, anxiety, doubt, questioning anything the lord showed you or that came to mind write them well, write them down on that piece of paper and just talk with god about them be candid Like we've talked about, he knows what's in your heart already. So just speak plainly about them with him. If you're still there, linger there. But I wanna invite you to, again, set the piece of paper aside, reposture yourself. Feet on the floor. And relax your shoulders and place your hands in front of you, whether they're resting on your leg or whether you have them out in front of you or raised up, but with your palms facing down as a way of praying with your body what we're about to pray with our spirit. And as you sit there in that posture, this is a posture of releasing. And I want you to imagine yourself for each fear, anxiety, everything that you just wrote down on that piece of paper, one by one, ask Jesus, Lord, Will you take this and imagine yourself handing it over to him and imagine him taking it from you and relieving you of that? And now I want you to take your hands and flip them the other way with your palms up in a posture of receiving. And for each fear, anxiety, burden, doubt that you laid down, ask Jesus, say, Lord, what do you want to replace that with? What is true? What do you say? And receive what he has for you. Ask Jesus for his peace, his courage, his presence, his love, his direct action in place of worry. I want you to, on that piece of paper or in your journal, write down whatever it is that Jesus handed you in replacement of those worries and maybe even mark out what you had written down before. before we move on from here, just ask the Lord, say, Jesus, would you remind me of this exchange as I go forward today, as I go forward this week? Would you remind me of the freedom that comes with your Spirit? drawn near and have cast our cares on him we've laid our our burdens, our anxieties, our worries at his feet we're going to transition into our third movement of intercession on someone else's behalf as we transition if you need to continue to linger where we're at do so But as we step into intercession, I want you to ask God, who do I know that needs intercession on their behalf? Ask him to show you someone. When that person comes to mind, just ask, Lord, why is this the person that you put on my mind? Ask him, Lord, would you show me what this person needs prayer for in their life? I also want you to ask, say, Jesus, show me how you see that person. Who do you say they are? What is true about them? Now take a few minutes just to pray on their behalf. Come before the Lord and intercede on this person's behalf, praying for what they, what they need, what you know, might know that they need, what the Lord might have shown you. Spend a few moments just asking. Tugging on the robe of your Heavenly Father. And be bold. Father, thank you for showing up. Thank you that you are a God that cares, a God that listens, a God that speaks. Lord, I I hope that this room is just a a pleasing aroma to you as as the incense of all these prayers is raised up to you, God. Lord, for all of the prayers that are being prayed over others, I just say yes and amen. Would your spirit move and work in the lives of the people that we're praying for, Lord? Thank you for this family and just the way that they love you. Would you continue to guide us this week. Lord, as we enter our prayer closets, would we come back and pray again for these people that you've placed on our hearts? Would you remind us to keep praying for them, to not stop seeking, to not stop asking, to not stop knocking? We love you, Lord. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.